It's it the just one and a half's the line. Hey, I'll take truth, that over most most weeks. Truth, truth. Justin has played double the amount of holes I've played in the last two weeks. True. What? No. Yes. You made. You know how many I, times I've played eighteen holes. That's I've it. played eighteen. You go out with Jordan and name. You go out with Scott every I, week. I went out with I went with Jordan and Alex once last week and once with Scott last week. Yeah, that's keep it. going. That's then it. what about the week before? Because I went out with you. <laughs> this is a big one. The great uh, Reverend Holiness, Pastor Chip. Bullock, do you have your honorary doctorate yet? It's coming. It's coming. Just got to log in a couple more months. Dr. Chip. I want to know which, which university is giving him the honorary doctorate. <laughs> the King's University. I'll give you an honorary doctorate. I'll write. There's forms online I can get you. Yeah, there we go. You do that for Justin because he never, he never puts any of his stuff up anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in case you um, follow this church or are a part of this church and you've been living under a rock, um, Chip, you are you and the family moving on um, to uh, Lima Community Church. It's gonna be it's gonna be really cool, and I'm excited about you know the conversation and and just kind of this being kind of the I guess the the last of the three of us in this context as we know it. Doesn't mean you can't be a guest Can host. Can I come back as a guest host? You might be invited. <laughs> Fifty minutes, bro. Fifty minutes. That's all I'm going. <laughs> but you know, you know, before we started, it's funny to think back. I remember me personally. I mean, we started doing this. I mean, I I pushed pretty hard to start yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember, like, I put, I think I put pages of notes together for our first <laughs> podcast. I mean, it was. I had a script. We did video. <laughs> That's Probably hilarious. Best we're not. I can only imagine what that looked like. Man, it was like we had detailed. I had. I had detailed notes just because I needed to. It was. It was something that I wanted to get better at, yeah. and and a, a skill that I wanted to grow in. And so that was fun. I don't know if you have any any. And look at you today. <laughs> Where are the notes today? Yeah, I just opened my Bible to. <laughs> That's it. I guess we have open Bibles on the table. <laughs> That's probably but, a win, right? That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I think back honestly to the first day I met you. Um. So I'm hired. I'm five hours away, six hours away. You know, there's that six week interim period, and uh, Ben and I get, uh, we talk and we we want to get together. So let's meet at 11 o'clock in Indy, right? Or 10 o'clock, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Seven hours later, we left. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And I don't think since that day till this, we haven't stopped, like, chewing things over, talking. Yeah. um, And hopefully, honestly, iron sharpening iron kind of, you know, relationship too, but... It's been fun. You've, yeah. you've, uh, you've been so good at at understanding, um, you know, things like this, podcasting. Even, I mean, it was kind of big in culture. It was starting to 
you know, gain traction, mm-hmm. but in the church, mm-hmm. it wasn't really. And we're doing a podcast before other people are catching on that it's a, it's a it's a great way to continue to to uh, have these conversations that people instead mm-hmm. of listening to talk radio, hopefully they're listening to yeah. podcasts about the kingdom. Wow, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of solutions out there in talk radio. Mm-hmm. Dang, if we can talk about the kingdom together, yeah. and it can help our people and the people of God to think about these things, this is such a win. This kind of stuff, and yeah. mm-hmm. and you 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 just instinctually grabbed a hold of that. So well, I think for it's me, been it's fun. been it's been fun also because of the layers of our friendship, of or the different layers of our relationship, right? Yeah, friends, yep. you know, the mentor mentee piece. Mm-hmm. You know, let alone the coworker and and all of that. So the fact that he's your boss, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compile that on top of the fact that, and I don't know if people know this. Even people here at the church, when we do um, personality tests, when we do mm-hmm. when we do gift inventories, when we do a lot of stuff, Ben and I are extremely alike. Yeah, and that has potential for um, conflict, the right? Butting of heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just been beautiful to um, to have somebody who th- who is wired like you, mm-hmm. but it's based on first of all friendship, mutual respect, mm-hmm. um, a desire to make sure that we are about something bigger mm-hmm. than our own agendas or our yeah. own opinions. You know, that's that's been really cool, man. Yeah, and that's um, something I've valued. With you know, <clears throat> we have. We're looking after each other's blind spots. Yep. And seeing, hey, you know, I, I mean, you've definitely shown this to me, and I, mm-hmm. you know, recall even times where you're like, "What am I missing here?" Yeah. I'm just wanting to respond in a certain way, yeah. and it's been, it's been nice to have that. It's been, you know, it's been super valuable. Yeah, for me, it honestly continues to set the parameters of what I understand uh, healthy relationship in a workplace, uh, with a friend, um, going forward, like mm-hmm. these, this, this becomes a standard, right? Like, um, that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah. Hey yeah. guys, I can, I can leave the room. <laughs> hey, welcome <laughs> if, to the podcast. If you guys want a moment, I don't know. <laughs> then a few years ago, another guy, well, I, I, I didn't look circle. at you yet. I told oh, you, I'm sorry. I told I'm sorry. you, you Silence. don't say anything until I look at you. <laughs> And then another guy walked into the circle. I will, I will say, though, you guys have shared quite a bit of time um, behind the mics. I mean, even so you got, you guys got the podcast started years ago. Mm-hmm. But that was really a jump starter into, into everything COVID operations. It seemed kind of seamless. And, and just the philosophy with the COVID piece was, right. you know, when you're, you know, when you're starting a business, you ask yourself the question, what, what, how am I delivering this product? What am I offering that no one else can offer. And we felt like with COVID, it's like if our core values are worship, connect, serve, Yeah, you know, okay, we've got, you know, what is the most important one at this moment? It's that connection piece, right? And so to to restructure the framework of Sunday morning to make it conversational, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to make it interactive, that was, you know, with the podcast, we were... It was super you guys easy were for already us there. to do that. Yeah, it was not strange. It I, was a little, you know, we went live, so that was a little <laughs> interesting. But you know that that dynamic, yeah, it it, it was it was cool. It was yeah, a nice tool to, to be able to use. Listening to other guys talk about having to 
to adjust during COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, yeah, yeah, we had our adjustments were minor, mm-hmm. and yeah. and we were able to just kind of capitalize on what was needed mm-hmm. at right. that moment. And again, coming out of COVID, well, who knows if we're coming out, whatever, yeah. you know, but we're back to a lot of normality. Um, our church has continued to reap uh, all these things that have been sown into it, where yeah. we valued community through that. We already had community. Mm-hmm. We were intentional about community. And guess what? While churches all across right. the country are saying, hey, we're less than after COVID as far as numbers, we're saying, no, we're greater than, yeah. and we're strengthened because of the, just things like this, right? Keeping the conversation going, keeping connected to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, nap nas at noon. Remember doing that? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I wish we fun. had that music. Yeah, that fun. music forever, like 30 years from now, I'll hear if I hear that music, bang, I'm going to think Take about it. Take it back, back there. Take it right back. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. was awesome, man. Yeah. With Tuesday yeah. and Thursdays, wasn't it? We yeah. were like oh, yeah. doing a little live show for people on Facebook who were, you know, quarantined or whatever we called yeah. it then, isolating. But yeah. That was fun. And, and, and I mean... Poor Justin, between the internship and your first 14 yeah, months what? here, 15, whatever it is, I mean, you got about 12 years of experience <laughs> from, I mean, seriously, man, I mean, you've... 12 years of experience with zero years of a normal year. Yeah, I know. Uh, zero, there, there's been zero normal experience. It's like what we have, so yeah, COVID the first time where COVID everyone, I mean, was just kind of punched in the face with yeah, that and just yep. figuring out what that looks like. And you go back, and then you come back here, and you you get hired the next week. Chip goes on a sabbatical. Yeah. Janae has a baby, so she's out. And then and then you take a sabbatical. a sabbatical. And I we come I come back, and you know Chip's and then Chip's leaving now, answering the call to somewhere else. And I do think that if you're listening, like all of this is is structured for healthy culture. Yeah, like the sabbaticals yeah. were not yep um, a reaction to trouble. No, it was. Hey, this is good. We want it to stay good. Yeah. Yeah. Our our sabbaticals yeah. have been proactive, not reactive. Yeah, I mean, you change the you change your tires out before it blows, right? right. Or you change your oil before your engine right. seizes. I mean, that's the whole idea behind a right. sabbatical is. Right. But then Justin's had to got has gotten to observe this as we are figuring out these are the He's going to need practices. his own sabbatical. <laughs> 12, years ex- 12 years experience, is that what you said? So 12 yeah, years. So you're ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. Yeah. <laughs> the Nazarene Church says every seven. Honestly, though, oh, man, man, I mean, you, you, two things I'll say. You, just from what you've shared with me, like, you you kind of thrive in that, like, kind of changing atmosphere, mm-hmm. and, and you're energized by that, yeah. which is cool, but also, like, your transition here has been completely seamless. Mm-hmm. I mean, even mm-hmm. the fact that, I mean, you grew up in this house, but then you're gone for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, but but coming back now and, you know, even from the friendship piece and mm-hmm. all of these other areas, I mean, it's it's been really cool. You it know, we, been, it's been really, really cool. We joke, but like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited about what's ahead for, yeah. for everyone involved just because firmly believe the Lord's in it. And and mm-hmm. I want to spend a, a few minutes to talk about just the transition piece and maybe more of a long form beyond Sunday morning of yeah. just what that looks like for you, what that looks mm-hmm. like for the church. Yeah. Um, feel like this is the platform to do that on. Mm-hmm. This podcast might be an hour long. Who cares? <laughs> um, you know, we don't have sponsors yet, so that was that was a fail. 
Uh, it would have been nice to have a studio sponsor. How many or years something. have you been doing this? Come on. Yeah. What What do we joke about? Like the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things up for sponsored. I mean, <laughs> cups, you know, mugs or microphones, tables, the golden mics. Yeah. <clears throat> the coffee. <laughs> so. The notebook you use. Yes, Christ. Christ Chapel Bible Church down in Fort Worth, Texas brings Shout out. brings this podcast to you today. <laughs> what in the world? All right, None of us even here. know what that church is about. <laughs> so anyways, just quickly before we, or not quickly, um, just to kind of transition in summary, it's been fun. It's mm-hmm. been really cool. I, mm-hmm. I think for me, I don't view this as any sort of, I mean, it's just a, it's just a pivot. Um, you know, even look at looking at, you know, relationships with Pastor Dave now and and, and Joe and the friendships mm-hmm. that, you know, we were texting and calling and talking yesterday. I mean, it's just one of those things where in fifty minutes away, you know, I it's it's not like, you know, you're moving to Australia and in a different context. I mean, this is to me it's an ongoing, it's just a new season. And yeah. for for parishioners, it's a it is a it is a, a a big thing, but because of the layers of our relationship personally, mm-hmm. you know it'll it'll be different, but yeah. it'll it'll be good. But for the parishioner, like what this place is and has become and is continuing to be, it's a healthy community. Yeah, yeah. And so, okay, so maybe the the leadership changes a bit over years. Mm-hmm. But who this place is continues to be, and honestly, the guy who's who's here, uh, or the staff who are here, um, that's got to be the primary focus. Yeah. It's the organization, the kingdom, mm-hmm. and so it can it can go through transitional periods mm-hmm. and just be healthy, strong, life giving. That's what this community needs. Yeah. This yeah. community need doesn't need a personality. Mm-hmm. This community needs the church, the body of Christ. Yeah. And that's what I am so grateful with this with Napnaz on is and in how this exists here is I mean, yeah, we you know, Christ is the head of this church. And um, you know, we had a we just did a worship night last night and you know the caliber of of leaders and board members and within this this church, um, the you know the the teaching capacity, the mm-hmm. leadership capacity. Mm-hmm. You're right. From a, it's not personality driven. That's never been your motivation or desire. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I reference the priesthood of all believers yeah. a lot in, in worship and in just that idea that you know we've all been called of Christ, and as we respond. You know we have a we have a role to play in the kingdom, and it's an active role. It's not a passive role, and you know that's just a testament, I think, to the the culture, to to leadership, to everything mm-hmm. of just creating that. It's a it's a really healthy context. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think what we wanted to, to dive into today was okay. So in a transition, in a change. Mm-hmm. Um, which all of us experience change in our lives, um, maybe a job change, maybe... Um, wh- what's that line of being content 
mm-hmm. um, but also with desires that we have um, to grow, to develop, to be, you know, my leaving has brought up some of these conversations yeah. mm-hmm. because I've been very open in saying that I I was completely content here. Yep. Um, I could have been here for 30 years and been fulfilled. I just bought another house, right? Right. Um, those are indicators of... How many houses do you have? <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I sold a house and bought another house. I didn't... This isn't a second home. <laughs> but, like, it's just, again, yeah. wondering... Because there's natural questions, like, so, Chip, did you desire change? Mm-hmm. Did you desire this opportunity? Right. Um, or... Or is this? Is there something else going on, uh, different than the corporate world or the natural mm-hmm. world we mm-hmm. live in? The kingdom operates a little differently. Yeah, and um, I would say that at the same time, being completely content and being in a place where my family is content, um, that we still were willing to entertain the leadership of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and, and believing that He truly is the thing that brings contentment, yeah. not our circumstance. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a valuable conversation that we should be having as we think about change. Mm-hmm. Like, but how do we understand that? Uh, yeah. Because all of us have natural desires also to get better, to, uh, I would say, to grow in our capacity mm-hmm. for our jobs, mm-hmm. um, our, you know, and like... Is are those godly impulses, and where is it, where does it become, where can it be ungodly because we wrestle with the flesh and sinful nature? This is just a great conversation to have, and I know, yeah. Justin, you were, you were uh, referencing earlier when we were talking about this Philippians four, right? Mm-hmm. This cornerstone passage of contentment. Just kind of walk through that a little bit. Well, I think I mean we see we see Paul talking about contentment and we see how he's even wrestling through and how he has when you mentioned this earlier chip uh, he has learned contentment in that and i think for myself in my own life when i've experienced desire for something new or, or a new change in my life or whatever i always thought that was a sign of being discontent and so i would try to pray to god god just take the desire away from me i just want to be content in you but what i think i've realized is that even we see this in 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 Philippians 4 here, desire is what teaches us. It's through desire that we learn contentment. So it's, the trick isn't to pray the desire away, but all of a sudden, if we are living for God, regardless of our circumstances, and this is what we see in, in Philippians 4, regardless of the circumstances, low, high, abundance, poor, whatever, um, we then learn to continually go to our knees in reliance upon Christ in the midst of desire. So desire, when when handled appropriately, is actually the very thing that draws us closer mm. to God himself. Mm. And I think, so for, for even for this entire context of how do we manage then? How do we make sure that the desire that we have is a tool in which it's that God is using to draw us closer to him instead of away from him? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to be super aware of of that. And so for you, mm-hmm. uh, Chip, as you walk through this process of like, okay, um, I'm, I'm interviewing with Lima community, I'm, I'm really content here, but there is something going on in my heart, mm-hmm. something more that I know that, 
and I don't know if maybe desire is or isn't the right word that mm-hmm. you experienced. Yeah. But something was telling you there is something more to be experienced. Not that it's greater. It's not that it's better than that, Naz. Mm-hmm. But if, if that's where God has you, then it is better for, for you yeah. to be And for the kingdom, kind. right? Exactly. If we believe the head right. of the church yes, right. is all wise, this is where we just believe differently than corporations. And right. that's why yeah. people, even in the church, don't understand this to a certain degree. And I want to say, yeah, but this is, you have to see this through a spiritual lens. Right. Like um, the organization, we believe that the head of that organization is Christ himself, not yes. a person sitting in a chair somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he sees better than we do. And he sees that the kingdom needs me to go to a different context. Right. We can theorize a lot of reasons why that might be or what, but at the end of the day, He's made that very clear. And case in point, I mean, you know, we've always kind of had an open kind of relationship as far as, you know, when we've been approached at times, Mm -hmm. you know. There's churches bigger and smaller than Lima Community that have Mm -hmm. reached out to you over the years and um, in places for me, and it is. It's coming back and it's being rooted in the Lord, and when He says stay, and when He says go, and yep. those promptings, and and yep. the Holy Spirit leading that. So, you know, it's I mean, it's it, it really takes just being keenly aware of of what He's doing mm-hmm. and how that, we respond. And that's why, like I said earlier, it, back to Paul learning to be content, mm-hmm. learning, um, and saying, "Listen, <clears throat> if I can be content." Mm-hmm then I can do everything else through Christ. Right. That, to me, yeah. is what that passage... I know we splashed that on boxing shorts. Remember Evander Holyfield would always wear the boxing shorts, Philippians 4.13. Like, I can knock somebody out through Christ, or <laughs> athletes use it, or we all... And, right. and okay, I get that. Like, But honestly, the context is Paul is saying, listen, to me, the hardest thing to have learned is to be content. Yes. And I would say yeah. for all of us, probably that's at the way up there. And he says, if I can be content, then I'm confident I can do all things through Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for me, like the, the, the message, the Wesleyan theme uh, um, of a, a fully surrendered life, a fully devoted... I say Wesleyan, it's not. It's the yeah. biblical theme. But our s- certain stream of theological tradition kind of highlights that, sometimes overemphasizes it. Yeah. And has skewed it. There's no doubt. Just like every, but what at the heart of what, yeah. like Nazarenes believe, is that the the biggest hope is that we can live in a fully surrendered relationship yep. with Jesus, where yep. He's truly Lord of our lives, and out of that, then He uh, He leads us. Yeah. And for me, to to leave a place where I'm extremely comfortable where there's a lot of unknowns ahead of me, unknowns in the sense of I don't know faces, names. Right. I don't know, uh, you know, even with my kids' school systems and friends and relationships. But having learned now for 20-something years of being surrendered, yep. he's always faithful. He knows best. The key issue is in contentment, do I trust yes. in the Father? Yes. And if I can rest that, then I'm going to be content. Right. You know, anxiety goes down a lot because I could be super anxious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've had to wrestle with this the last four weeks mm-hmm. of making sure I didn't get so anxious about things I don't know yet. 
right? And a new thing. Yeah. And like people say, hey, congratulations. Like, you know, like, and I'm like, well, thank you. You got to understand this is, this is a, a big unknown to me too. Like, I don't know people yet. I don't know context yet. I'm tr- but I'm content. Right. And I say thank you to them because of one thing. Because I know the Lord has made it very clear in my life and Nicole's yeah. life, this is what we're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. And it will be good because mm-hmm. he's... It's a congratulations for, the, for how you've lived your life or how, and how God has been moving in your life to get you to a point in time to where you can trust mm-hmm. that the desire that you are experiencing mm-hmm. is a desire from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and the more miles we put on in life, you know, you, you're reminded of his faithfulness before, which further emboldens you to step yes. out in faith yes. later. Yeah. I was, re- I was reminded just even with, you know, Pastor Dave's transition and, and you know, and how all of that came to pass and, um, you know, and just not knowing what was next and, and being anxious and being, you know, um, and, and just being committed to the process and knowing he's faithful and, you know, and you coming and, and how all that has worked. And I was going to insert a, some sort of whatever joke here, but in all seriousness, it's just, it's been really, really cool. And, and for me now going through this a second time, it's like the Lord's got this. He's mm-hmm. done it before. He's shown himself. And honestly, it was Joe left and then Dave. So it was big time, you know, from yeah. a, that standpoint. And, and, and so, yeah, it's just been, I, I'm excited about what's ahead because not because I know, Right. But because I know that he's faithful. Yes. And that's what I know. Yes. Yes. And I and again it goes back to the idea of learning contentment. Like it this requires practice. You don't get to be content with where God is taking you at the age of forty three simply because you've done it for a year or because you went on sabbatical last year, but because for the last twenty some years you've been living into relying mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not something that we just have this natural ability to go for that it, it, it's against our ability to rely on God in this it requires practice it requires all of those years of continually relying and then looking back relying and looking back and remembering I mean it's the whole theme of the Old Testament looking back to see what God had done for the Israelites mm-hmm. so that they would trust him mm-hmm. even when things got a little sketchy and I wish I could I mean you know having kids I feel like just gives me a whole perspective on on the Lord and just even this this season with swimming and stuff and my daughter and, and my son and and with them and as they've as they've grown in their ability to to swim I remember at the beginning uh, their lack of trust in me <laughs> that I would provide that if they jumped I would catch them, catch them. and they would be okay and it you know it, and it took some time and, and and first it's okay I'll catch them and then I'll let them I'll drop them slowly into the water so they can see and then a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more until pretty soon they're just headlong jumping into the yeah. water fully yeah. submerged because they know that their dad is right there that's exactly right mm-hmm. you know and it's like how much more so yes. your heavenly father yes. mm-hmm. 
wants you to just trust in him. Just jump in and see that I will be there for you. And the freedom that comes from that then. Because all of a sudden now, your kids are fully appreciating what it is to experience the water of the pool mm-hmm. without without the limitations of you having to catch them beforehand. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like when it comes to our relationship with the Father, if Jesus says, I, I have come to give life and life abundantly, yeah. that's not something that we just achieve instantaneously i don't think mm-hmm. but in the matter as we continue to live and live and live like chip like you said we come to this full surrender and so often we think that surrendering our rights or our own abilities is keeps us imprisoned to something no it's when we fully surrender when we fully surrender to our father who's going to catch us in the pool we're going to be there that's when we experience our fullest freedom i think one thing that i hope through this transition and these conversations that have come up to me and cuz people there's a lot of people that still frankly just don't understand this mm-hmm. why are you leaving yeah feels it's, like you're getting dumped well it feels like, like for yeah it's why like, are what? you leaving everything's great yeah. right um you're you know on all these and i hope that maybe um, as the lord is leading me and it's true 95% of what god says to us it's in the word of god yeah we don't try to overemphasize the Spirit leading us to, you know, but He does. Like, mm-hmm. Acts talks about the Word specifically leading the men of God to different, the five, I'm, I'm using arbitrary numbers, yeah. right? But mostly He speaks through His Word, right? Yeah. But then He also speaks, I'm just hoping that maybe my willingness to follow Him will inspire people here locally. Embolden. To like the things that they've been comfortable with for yes. years, but yet the Lord has tried to nudge them. Why don't you start a ministry? Yeah. Why don't you get involved with this yeah. ministry? Personally, I think the fact that um, the fact that everything is so great here at NatMaz is a good is a good reason. Like it's that should be even more of a sign that God is in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. God is the one taking. I mean, why we why would we want you to leave during a bad time? <laughs> It's a it's definitely a, don't want to get pushed out the door no, or something, like this, right? Like yeah. this is a this is a good thing in the midst of a good mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. all, that all of this is happening. Like you said, so often we get content in almost a negative way with our comfort zone, mm-hmm. wherein God's like, no, there's so much. Like, yes, you're in a good spot now, but I have some, something so much greater for you. So I think that's interesting that you brought up the uh, swimming aspect um, with your kids, um, because you guys know I I. I am a Toby Mac fan. I'm unashamed right. about that. Um, you even got me to do a Toby Mac song. Once I Sunday. did. I did. Isn't that amazing? That is a sign of a close friendship right there. <laughs> those a, are not easy sometimes, right? Then you do Speak Life. I think That's so, not yeah. like a normal worship song. It's a lot of words. Yes. <laughs> um, but so he's been on my, he's on my playlist frequently, right? And um, I he just randomly, one of his songs came on way beyond me. Um, and so I've been playing that one over and over. You call me into waters a little too deep. Hmm. Hmm. You make me so aware of my need. Yeah. You show me that it's yeah. way beyond me. Yeah. And isn't that what he did through his people in the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. Hey, go walk around us. We're, you need to conquer this land. Mm-hmm. Go walk around the walls. Yeah. Hey, Gideon, not 20,000, only 300. Yeah. Right? Hey, Moses, stretch out that rod. Like, don't turn around and fight, Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Just, I think the Lord always is wanting us to trust him so that then his power can be revealed. 100%. And yeah. so 
I'm supposed to go and 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 like frankly from a natural perspective it's like what are you doing? Yeah. But the Lord's calling me out into mm-hmm. you know this this unknown. And so we cue the Oceans drummer right now. <laughs> right. In yeah. The video. Yeah. The Ocean song, yeah. right? That yeah. everybody sings over and over. But there's some there's some truth Absolutely. to it. There is. Um and the, it's not and it's not just you and your family, but if the Lord is calling you to deeper waters for your personal growth and reliance on Him, then it just as much for Lima community and just as much for NAPNAS. It's a time for all of us to experience a little discomfort for us to continue to go back to the Lord and experience His power. And, and I think that's that's exactly right with with coming back to the contentment, the desires, peace. Just doing some studying yesterday. We're going to do a, a series on spiritual mm-hmm. disciplines, and you know, it talks about, you know, kind of where you're headed, but then all, but then also, like, what is your target? Yeah. Is your target th- the 401k, the, you know, the the lake house, the extra, um, you know, the, the travel family ideas, the travel, income. yeah, yeah, and all that stuff, like, is that what you're striving towards and you're wanting to find God's will and contentment and desire in that? Or is your, is your desire, because guess what? This isn't just for pastors. No. No. <laughs> this is for every single person. And are are your desires and motives to advance the kingdoms, to make Christ known? Yeah. The great omission yeah. is the the whole make Christ like disciples out of the out of the great commission. Yes. The great omission is that we've abdicated that role. So yes. bringing that back are your motives and are everything you're doing if you say what you say you are as a believer yes. in Christ, yes. are those your motivations? Yes. And if so, how are your actions and the habits and everything else moving towards that? And I think desire and contentment is the is the the ground in which that that begins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we are to live out the faith that we claim to have, then we should be continually living out of a space of discomfort, relying on God. And sometimes it takes God forcing us into that situation such as this, to where we're going to be a little bit um, uncomfortable for a little bit, but it's forcing us to continually become more and more like Christ. Yeah, and as a minister, as a leader, um, again, back to what I said a little bit earlier, I'm hopeful that as I walk through this, it's to encourage other people to see that God's faithful, to, to be willing mm-hmm. to do it themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the whole point. That's the heart of what I'm hoping. Like, okay, I want people to say... Well, you know what? If God nudges me and mm-hmm. leads me, yeah, then He's going to be faithful, and it's going to be great. And and again, if if the thing that moves the needle in our world is um, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith, um, this faith element of trusting in the the the, the goodness of God, that the ability of God, that mm-hmm. somehow God just thrives and moves mightily when His people have this like naked trust in him, Mm -hmm. then these are all pieces that are moving us to that more and more. So on the backside of this, as we trust in him more fully, I guarantee you the kingdom of God is going to come in greater ways. Yeah. I mean, yes, direct correlation. The kingdom, and I'm going to say this, and you're going to think I'm a heretic, but I'm not. (laughs) So the kingdom of God depends on people like you answering that stirring call Mm-hmm. to move to the mm-hmm. next place for the next person to come in. And because 
And why? Because he made it that way. Mm-hmm. Because he, he commissioned us to do that. Yeah. He doesn't need us. No. But he chose for the, for the kingdom to advance for, by us sowing yes. seeds, yes. being willing to move yes. so that he can bring the harvest. Yes. You know, and that's where I've been wrestling with some of this stuff because people don't understand sometimes. And I've been thinking, you know what? Yeah, I, I don't think that the model of what we're doing in vocational ministry of moving to another context is what's going to happen in our congregation. Like, the vast majority of people here are going to live here their whole lives. They're supposed to. That's mm-hmm. we're, But the idea is that maybe in sometimes God rearranging the chess pieces— that the greater reality of what he's trying to do yeah. is to, to keep people understanding that you can't get comfortable, mm-hmm. and this isn't all there is, and the greater purpose is the kingdom, yeah. and the kingdom matters. And if I, if I decide to lead a guy to another context and bring a new guy in, it's about growing your faith in the kingdom, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it's bigger than just comfort, you know, so to speak. Yeah. And, and if we really believe in the eternal nature... Like, I'm going to say this next week. I hope I don't cry while I say it. But there, there right is... Right now or later. There is truly not in the kingdom goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. There is see you later. Yep. Yeah. There's see you later. And I've been remarkably blessed. I'd never heard of this place before I interviewed here. Mm-hmm. And now the blessing on my life of these relationships, these people, what this place means to me. Mm. God has given that to me. That It's mm. His graciousness. But guess what? Um, this is the value of the eternal kingdom. Mm-hmm. That this is what happens. I ran into a buddy from Mackey uh, at a ball game Monday night. And the, I'm not kidding, the Koinonia Fellowship. Yeah, I hadn't seen him for months mm-hmm. or maybe a year now mm-hmm. dude we just like there was that instant yeah and, and mm-hmm. that's what that's amazing the kingdom's gonna be like yeah yeah that's why we don't get too comfortable here right because there's the the greater realities ahead right. and i might i i'm not saying goodbye yeah. i'm saying see you later because yeah. guess what for eternity you got to deal with me right yeah Right, you got to see my face. And no Justin, matter where you, you are, happy about that, continuing to bear it. Will you have as much hair in eternity <laughs> as you have now or less? Those are always interesting questions. I mean, I think I think it is. Inter- I mean, truly, we we think freedom is found in comfort, but mm-hmm. comfort in many ways outside of God is slavery. What, yeah, it's what keeps us imprisoned to experiencing yeah. the greater reality that God would have us experience. Purpose and mm-hmm. and fruit exactly. and yeah yeah and, and and all the while like. So people might think, well, okay, so you want me to sacrifice comfort to become more effective or greater purpose. But if we understand contentment, right, then we begin to lose sight of comfort mm-hmm. and we are content. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so things can change and we can be stretched and challenged and we're content. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and and contentment's in... way better than comfort. Yeah. Well, and you pointed this out in my own ministry. Like I'm going on year 13. Mm-hmm. My my role and capacity and the things that I'm involved in now over the last, I mean, I probably would have had to change locations about five times <laughs> to get to where you're at now. To Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, um, just the, the graciousness of the Lord to, to, to allow me to be in one place to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, very, that's, 
appreciative. That's the beauty of the kingdom. But that's just sometimes how, yeah. Like, because I thought I was like, I thought at this point I'd be about 15 years into a place, right? When I was 25, I thought mm-hmm. I was, and right now I've had two contexts that have been unbelievable for me, mm-hmm. but God has called me on. That's just a part of my role in the kingdom. Other mm-hmm. guys that I admire and love, 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it's finding what your place is, your role, and being willing to trust God yeah. in what He's doing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And that He is going to bring the maximum effectiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you're right, yeah. Ben. Like, he just even in seven years, being around here, like, look at what has happened. Yeah. And the, the, the kingdom impact that mm-hmm. your life has right now. And like, I just wanted amazing. to say that for for whoever's listening of just, you know, kind of the, you know, you hear a bloom where you're planning, but continue to bear fruit in, in all things mm-hmm. and allow yourself to evolve. And you know why I feel great about this? Because it's not just you. It's not just you. It's not just me. Um, sensitive to mm-hmm. the Lord in this, but our church board. Oh, man. People. Yes. I mean, the way this is going to go down is September 11th is your last Sunday. <laughs> Don't say that. That's so weird now in our American culture, doesn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is... So, what... Yeah. So, but that process that's initiated after that, and the process that Lima community used to seek you, this is, mm-hmm. I'm just, this is the same thing, through the, the church survey, which takes a snapshot of, of our church, where we feel like we are, where the Lord has us in this moment... Um, you know, Reverend Councilman will use that. He'll work with our church board to present candidates to, to call develop upon. a profile. Yes, those are all smart things, right? Yeah, and 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 I say, you know, again, faithfulness of God. That same survey was what led you here, and what it was yeah. since you know, and and so you know, it's 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 a really good process when you're when you're praying into it. And it may take six, nine, 12 months, who knows? Um, but the cool thing about that is um, the Lord is in it. And we have a body that is seeking the Lord in these moments. And um, that gives me all the confidence, all the confidence, the contentment that I could need is knowing that, that this is of the Lord. Yeah, totally agree. I hope that as we've chatted, as we've maybe cracked open this this topic, that you are allowing the Holy Spirit and then your thought life to entertain. Um, what does it mean to truly be content? Um, am I am I sacrificing comfort at the greater um, reality that God has purpose God has for my life? And can I realize that if I'm willing to move out? in faith, believing, trusting what God's calling me to, that I will always, I can always be content and therefore have peace and be just blessed, even if I'm doing things that I might not have done before. Yeah. Right. 